Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Flame On is presented by the Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And of course, with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Drag is the new spandex. Hey, everybody. Look at that. Isn't God good? I wouldn't know. We haven't spoken in years. But this is another episode of Drag is the new spandex. We're doing it. Woo! We're doing it. Okay. So we have a very, very special guest, and I'm super excited. But before we get that, I'm joined by um, Pat. Hello, Pat. Hello, Oral. Hi, how are you? I'm fantastic. You're my esteemed producer. It's, I try. You know, when you were gone in New York, I was one bitter, two <laughs> filling in for you at Parliament, which was a dream. I heard nothing but horrible stories about you. Well, that's because after the bar closed, I got into a little altercation here or there. But you know what? I got my money back and it was fine. <laughs> okay, so the last what? eight episodes of drag is a new spandex or weekly and it was on time because drag race was on and so we could just talk about drag race exactly okay but this time we actually have a show and a guest Woo! which i'm excited and it's not ginger minch it's, and not, it's ginger not ginger minch that that next episode with ginger is coming again soon but, but right soon. now we, we don't you know Probably it's like somebody tomorrow. else okay <laughs> but having said that we are joined by the one and only the fantastic, the uh, Jerrica Bade gem by night, Ariel Italic out of New York City. Hi, I'm not Ginger Minge. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just I say know, don't, try, don't get too disappointed, but I've never been on Drag Race and you've never heard of me. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I, listen, I am super excited. One, for people that are out there listening to this episode right now that are longtime uh, Drag is the New Spandex listeners, or even longtime Flame On listeners during Drag Race um, seasons have heard me talk about you both by your boy name because when you started doing a lot of these recaps, it, you were going um, by your you your it. boy you name, your government name. Like <laughs> Chris J Kelly, I believe, is what they're published under because there's 
million Chris Kellys out there. It's a problem. Yes. Um, I should have started doing drag before I started writing professionally because there are no other Ariel italics. Just just when they're trying to change the font. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the delayed the delayed giggle of like that's a horrible joke. That's a that's a, that's a hard trans- transition. It's like you've never driven stick before. Mm, yeah. <laughs> The transmission just grinds in a way. But, but our listeners have heard me talk um, extremely highly about your uh, RuPaul recaps. And even during uh, this past uh, All-Star season, I mentioned it. One, because you do a written form, so you're not really direct competition to our audio format. <laughs> but <laughs> your competition. She's a business lady. Exactly. That. No, but not they are the competition. They are amazing. And that was one of the reasons I was so excited, not just to have you on this episode, but you were also a part of our live show in New York at Rock Bar, which, you know, if I haven't said it enough. Thank you so much for being a part of that. Oh, so much fun. And we got and you I'm nice so and drunk be before you got the best up there. Writer that you're willing to mention on the show, like good enough to mention, but not good enough that you feel threatened by me. That's exactly, important. exactly. It's a happy medium that <laughs> I think that you and apparently only you are able to fill. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not, I'm not Ginger Minge or anything. I'm not. <laughs> and if anyone hears this clinking noise, I'm not an android. That is, in fact. The uh, ice in my glass as I um, lightly and delicately sip this dark and stormy. I'm not chugging it. Don't you dare judge me. You, you're um, drinking dark I, and stormy. Well, what else? You're drinking a dark and stormy. Well, yeah, because all I had was rum and ginger ale, and I'm not going to not drink. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we work with what we have. I... Drag is about improvisation. You make it work. Speaking of of making it work, okay, so. Can you encapsulate for for listeners that haven't seen your drag aesthetic? Um, what do mm-hmm. you see when you see Ariel Italic? You see Claire Huxtable's one white friend. <laughs> I, oh, I looking at your aesthetic that makes total <laughs> sense to me. It's just like you know. You're 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 going for a luncheon at at maybe uh, the Waldorf Astoria, or um, the TBS reports are overdue, and you are kicking ass and taking names. It's, it's just you know any like '80s sitcom guest star is pretty much what I'm going for, and so yeah, there's like usually a power suit or like a terrible hairdo or both. There's a you know. I am a drag queen, so I do wear a bit of makeup, uh, but it's a real 80s look. But, you know, basically, if you're watching an episode where Claire goes to, like, a book club and there's one white lady who has three lines, that's Ariel Italic. <laughs> you know, every time uh, I look at, at your videos and I see, like, a pantsuit, I just, <laughs> there's, there's a light that goes off within the depths of my soul because, oh. because you're, like, Especially because you'll, it'll be such like a muted sort of like silk or topaz, but like you're just, it looks like Lisa Frank had its like first like bioengineered child and sent her back in time to right the wrongs of yesteryear. I accept that's like the weirdest Terminator remake I've ever heard. <laughs> like, 
Lisa Frank is sending someone back in time to save Sarah Connor from wearing drab colors. God, for, like, heaven forfend. Okay, so um, now that listeners have this, like, weird... I'm sorry, listeners. You know how I can get this weird sort of, like, image. And, I, and don't look it up. Don't look it up until after the episode because I just want whatever's in your mind to be talking to you and saying these, like, hilarious things. So... Oh. um. You started off in drag how? I uh, started on an internet competition. So Reddit had this competition. Reddit, what's that? Oh, God. Uh, (laughs) What isn't it? Reddit is like where it's a corner of the internet that is confusing and sometimes terrifying, but also occasionally wonderful. Um, Is that where you click up and click down like you're going to the next level? Uh, well, you, you can upvote and downvote things. Uh-huh. There's, uh, so, but it's like, I don't know, it, it's tough to explain Reddit, except that it's like, it's a bit of a wilderness. Like, they have a little subreddit for everything. So there's a little discussion group for anything you can think of. Usually there's like eight of them. And it is not super user-friendly, so you have to like, sort of muddle around in the weeds for a while before you even know what the fuck is going on. And then when you- <laughs> And then when you figure out what's going on, you're like, it shouldn't have taken me this long because it's not, like, that worth it in the grand scheme of things. Um, But it's also wonderful. And somehow, like, amidst, like, all of the creeps and weirdos, uh, there's some, like, great people there. And if you find, like, because it's all divided up into, like, discussion group and mini discussion group and sub discussion group, you can find, like, the people that you love and who are awesome. Mm -hmm. Hopefully avoid some of the, like, trolls who are you know voting for trump but wish that he had picked jill stein as his vice president like there's a whole you know there's something for everyone out there and that's where you found your niche uh uh, yeah this is i went the wrong way with that i did not give the pageant answer for that fucking question nor will i for any of them anyway so the rupaul's drag race subreddit started their own youtube competition the lip sync for your life competition that was sort of a vaguely based off of RuPaul's Drag Race, but it wasn't just for drag queens. It was for anyone who wanted to make a YouTube video of themselves lip-syncing to a song. Mm -hmm. And it was going to be like an elimination-type thing where like every week one person goes home. uh, And a friend of mine sent me the link and was like, you should enter this. And I had just started to think about doing drag. And I was like, what the hell? Sort of on a whim, I threw on a wig and some lipstick, and I entered. And I started to do well. And I kept going and going. And then I got to the end of this, like, it was like three or it was probably four months of competing. And I won. And that was once I did, I was like, well, shit, these people think I can do this. So now I have to go do it. So then I sort of that was like the dare to myself. I was like, well, now you have to go out in New York and do it. So I started going to bars and drag being like, hi, I am this clown lady. Book me. Um, (laughs) And it took a while. But eventually, people, I mean, no one knows who I am still, but occasionally I get paid to show up places and, you know, birthday clown it up, and that's what I do. Uh, so it's been like three and a half-ish years now, mm-hmm. uh, maybe four, has it been, has it been four years? Maybe between three and four years, I don't fucking know, it feels like a, a century, but again, uh, my tagline is, Ariel Italic, we've met. No one knows who the fuck I am. Like it, it. I may as well have been doing drag for three days. I okay. So 
So I've seen um, your entries into the lip sync for your life battle. Your oh, sp- I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Your speed rap is <gasps> insane, especially oh. when you break into Gossip Folk, which is <laughs> one of my favorite Missy Elliott songs of all time, because she a doozy. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's a hard one. Like, how- not only so, I sped that one up. I was like, I want to win this week. So I took that track and sped it up to make sure. I was like, this has to be fast. Like, if it's a fast rap week. I made that track faster so that I could kill it. So all the so all the tracks that I'm uh, lip syncing to in that like mix, mm-hmm. they're all set up in the originals because like I was gonna take that week. Uh, I was in it to win it. Well, like how how did you like you know what what is your your background when you're not like in full on geesh and clown makeup? Uh, so I am a freelance writer. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I do a lot of boring corporate HR writing. I also do some comedy writing, which does not pay the bills, but it is fun. You know, it's funny um, when you when you start writing for things and it doesn't pay the bills, but you're like, I love doing this. This is terrible. Oh, here you go, Internet. That's the thing. Like, I was put on this earth to talk about drag race. It's what I'm good at. Uh, so I write those recaps. I mean, I used to be getting paid an actually embarrassing amount to write those. And finally, I was like, you know... For the amount of work I put in and the amount of, like, money I get, I may as well just do it for free. Like, it is so little that it's actually not even worth it to get that money, <laughs> which is, like, the like that's how little. That's how sad it was. And I was like, you know, I would rather even not get paid. It is worth not, like, meeting a deadline to not get that money. It was, mm-hmm. it, that's, these are the, like, sad decisions that I have to make about my life. No, I think that's. I think that's actually really cool. It, it shows that you're dedicated. You're dedicated to drinking. You're dedicated to writing. You're dedicated to getting your name out there. I mean, like that's that is that is super cool. Um, Thank you. So so you win, and um, <laughs> I do they give you like a digital banner and like or is it like an actual sort of we're gonna send you this prizes i got i got a crown um that ended up i was in a like i did a short film that needed a they said they needed a pageant crown for a prop and they didn't even end up using it but they did break that shit um Mm -hmm. i got i got a cash prize i got a season of drag race on dvd i got a wig um, like, like a nice wig, like in my first lace front wig, I got some good shit. And, oh, and you got a respect. lace front? I got a good lace. It's like it's rainbow colors and curly. It is <sighs> that gorgeous. One. I love that one. That one. Right? When I think of like you uh, at your like your shiniest and like fresh out of like the Crayola box, the the sixty four pack, because you do it <sighs> big. Um, it it is gorgeous. It is mm-hmm. gorgeous. It's like. A rainbow waterfall. It is. That is uh, from Miss Kitty, uh, Miss Kitty Charms from Australia. Sent me that wig as a prize for the... And I got to host season two of Lip Sync for Your Life, which is... To, and now we're up. We did season two, season three, season four. We're now having our all-stars season. So the Reddit Lip Sync for Your Life competition is still going strong. And I am like... I have like a legacy there. It's crazy. Okay, so... So you you win, um, you get all these fabulous prizes, and mm-hmm. then like the the sun rises a week later, and like what is what is your your thought process? Like how do you how do you take this energy and this momentum and 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 translate that into 
like a fully formed presence for Ariel? I mean, what I learned when I started going to bars is that there's so much about drag that I did not know from doing it in my fucking bedroom. Like, I had a couple queens tell me after I started going out to bars that I came across as kind of cold because I was really shy. Like, I was nervous about going out to bars in drag. I, I just hadn't left the house like that before. And when you're a drag queen, your look is just your calling card. Like, people can tell by looking at you what you're about, and they could tell by looking at me that I was new and not that great. Like, I knew it. I knew that I wasn't super polished. And so I was really nervous about it, and I was shy as a result. But I would just, you know, stand in the corner not talking to people, and they took it as me being sort of aloof and standoffish and kind of a bitch. And I was like, it's not, I'm actually really super nice. I'm just too uncomfortable to talk to anybody. Um, so the thought process was to just get out there as much as I could to figure out what I didn't know. Cause I would get out on stage and do a number and be like, I'm not that great at taking tips yet. Like I can't, you know, adjust from the number to look at someone, acknowledge them, grab the dollar, get back into the performance, keep going. Like I was, there's so much that wasn't smooth and seamless and I couldn't figure out. And so I had to just keep doing it till I got there. And I, you know, it was probably like three months ago that I actually felt like I knew what I was doing the whole way around. Like it's all, you know, I'm still always figuring some shit out that I'm like, Oh, am I still doing that wrong? God damn it. Like, you know, I never thought about that. Like, you know, you're, you're out doing your number and you know, like you're 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 lip syncing, and you know the track is playing, and the lights are in your eyes, and we're just like, oh, that's a dollar, that's a dollar, that's five dollars, and like, mm-hmm. like in my mind, like it never dawned on me. You're just like, oh, you just take the fucking money, but like, you don't want to look cheap, and you don't want to look like you're, you know, you're breaking character, and so I never thought about that. That's I've got to yeah, I gotta write that down. It tripped me right up the first couple times, like the first few numbers I was doing. I was like, I like, mm, I'm still not great at it, but I'm better at like taking a moment to acknowledge the human being that gave me their hard-earned goddamn cash because I'm standing there in, like, God knows what horrible, like, Spongebob sweatshirt, you know? Which is not hyperbole. I wear a Spongebob sweatshirt for my numbers. I am not proud. Well, there are still, there are actually some queens that um, are have been around for a long time and even been on a certain show you write reviews about that are not good at taking tips during their performances. And we see I'm it. Sorry, wait. I need to rewind. Did you just not say the name RuPaul's Drag Race? Like, no one's going to know what you're talking about? <laughs> like, that is not how subtlety works. We've said this so many times. <laughs> like, certain girls. You can be like certain girls. That's fine. But, like, we know what TV show you're talking about. Like, it's, you're not being like, there are some girls who have gone on Judge Judy who don't know how to take tips. <laughs> I, I really like your blonde item. It's just like, there's a certain show that has contestants who aren't biological women, but present as such. It's called The View. Aww. No, I'm, I I don't know why. That was like an actually weirdly transphobic joke, and I am sorry. The women on The View are great, and uh, if they're not biological women, that's not even my business. Nice save. Nice save. <laughs> Send all hate mail for Ariel. Here's the here's the thing. I'm going to make a lot of mistakes. It's what I do, but I'm really good at apologizing. As a result, I'm very happy to tell you that I was wrong and I'm sorry because just a hundred times a day, fucking up over here. You know, like I'm not getting it right, 
if I knew how to get it right, would I be a 36-year-old drag queen? Like, really? 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 You're 36? Girl, you I look am. good. You look so good. Shit, oh, I, would, I, I would not have clocked you for, like, more than mid-20s. <laughs> that, that, that bad internet connection <laughs> will erase a world of trouble. It's digital gossamer blur. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's you, you, Everyone, I'm very glad this is not, like, a video podcast where we'd have to go, like, frame by frame and edit whatever this shit is out like well you didn't tell us that part of your uh, prize package for winning the lip sync for your life challenge on reddit was that you got rupaul's season one filter <laughs> oh god wouldn't that be great if i could walk around all day with just like like the, this that wonderful sort of glossy blur with that hot highlight like like a mariah carey who has the lighting crew just following me <laughs> Not surprised. So, what do you think your like your drag aha moment has been? Not to get all like chicken soup for the soul. Um, me. What do you mean? Like, so you know, you're you're out, you know, doing drag, or you know, you're thinking about something, and you just mm-hmm. have that sort of like eureka moment where it all sort of meshed for you. I think it wasn't until I started hosting shows. I so I work as a trio as of we call ourselves the nobodies uh which is a fun little self-referential name the fact that who the fuck are we it is me uh dj accident report who is a really actually amazing dj uh and my co-host lady berica andrews (laughs) who is uh a delightful big bearded hairy lady um and it wasn't until i was hosting my own show that i realized that like Sure, I can lip sync a song and like everyone can lip sync a song and sure I can put together a look and everyone can put together a look. But like, I could just talk all the live long day and I'm actually pretty good at it. I think my aha moment was realizing that what I have to offer is like this specific, chatty, kind of stupid character. Mm. Like that was when I realized that like that was what I actually wanted to do was just like pick up a microphone and entertain people. And from there, I just I was like, oh, so this is, I can make drag whatever I want it to be. Like, any show that I want to do, any concept I want to have, like, I am making the rules as I go, and I can continue to do that. This is just, like, a theatrical production that I'm writing as I go along. No, I, I get that. It's, you know, it's funny when you, you know, when you cross yourself and you you have to go into all this, like, analyzing who you are and what you do and then mm-hmm. you you come to this I'm like oh shit I can do this like I enjoy this I can do this like this seems authentic to me and I think that's what um some contestants <laughs> on a program on a network run oh, stop it. No, it's not a network just stop right there <laughs> I they that is like Three tents in a parking lot entirely funded by RuPaul's Drag Race. And don't let anyone tell you different. <laughs> you know, in my mind, it's just like, you know, anytime Ru has to go for contract negotiations, like she just happens to be in New York. She never goes to them directly. She's never summoned. She just appears. And they're like, oh, God, Ru's back. You know, it's, it's, um, have you ever watched uh, BoJack Horseman? Uh, the Netflix series. I have 
seen a couple episodes, but probably not whatever one you're about to reference. Well, no, it's not one. It's it's this repeating joke. Uh, um, Bojack has a ghostwriter, and they're constantly going to Penguin Publishing that's run by penguins. And <laughs> each and every time you see uh, the publisher, it gets more and more desperate because print media is dying. And there, there comes a point where they're like, there's a like a trash campfire that they're trying to keep warm at because the lights have gone out. And it's funny because they're penguins and penguins don't really get cold. But like for me, logo is that is that thing. It's like, we're getting better. We're getting better. Finding Prince Charming. Girl, throw another tire on that fire. We got to pay out some oh. damages. Well, we probably won't be able to use that because of copyright. Someone else wrote that line. You can't just say that shit. <laughs> also, we. I mean, like. I shouldn't be talking shit about Logo because I might actually one day make a Drag Race audition tape, but I am confident that the producers would laugh that shit away anyway. Like, who is this goblin sending us in a tape? Like, there's no way my thrift store ass is making it onto that show. Like, let us be very real. They're taking the Bob the Drag Queens and Bianca Del Rios of the world, and, like, they wouldn't even bring me on just to vote me off. Seeing some of the queens that have been, been voted off first, I don't think that's true. I mean, listen, I'm not going to badmouth another queen in public. I'm not that stupid. Um, and I do think that there are some queens that have gotten voted off early that were not given their fair shake. But that is actually, I almost made a tape this year. And what stopped me was seeing the reaction to some of the queens who went on and they got like, just famous enough to make enemies like it's that thing where like someone knows your name and all of a sudden all anyone on twitter can talk about is how you're like the worst drag queen in the world like i don't want like i think sasha bell is a great drag queen i think that she's like you know made like a fucking empire in iowa who's a drag queen in iowa you tell me like that's not a forgiving place to be a fucking drag queen Mm -hmm. and she's there doing it and doing it well she gets on drag race and suddenly everyone's like sasha bell's the worst and i'm like you know what fuck y'all like i would so be the sasha bell of the season where i show up and everyone's like how did she get a show and they like that's all that's all i am to anyone is like the worst drag queen they can think of and i'm like i made it out of drag race i hate every so i like i couldn't i just didn't make a tape because i didn't want to be that girl well, like i'd rather know, i'd rather be sasha, sasha bell than uh magnolia crawford <laughs> don't you dare say a word about magnolia crawford she, I love Magnolia Crawford. She knows contours everything. She is funny <laughs> as shit. She's a YouTube queen like me. Like she does those YouTube videos. She's serious. She makes some funny shit. Uh, she's weird as hell. That's a, like going back to the drag epiphanies. Like I love being a weirdo and doing stuff that half the audience hates. I kind of secretly love doing a number that I'm pretty sure that everyone hates. Like there's a certain joy about starting a number and being like, oh god no one is into this. This is going to be a big bomb. Like, let's stink this shit up. And I think that Magnolia has that same sense. So where she's just like, you know what? I'm going to do this because I think it's funny. And if you all hate it, all the better. Like, I am about that. She just wants to watch the world burn. And you know what? Good honor. Well, and she... she... Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. 
For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Maybe the most awesome queen. Her... 12 seconds on the show she really came off badly and and that's fine yeah. and people and people grow and maybe that was who she was at that moment in time you know and that's and we oral and i've had these conversations many many times where you have in this social media driven world everybody and their mother now becomes an expert on everything oh sweet jesus <laughs> and and if you don't like a person like I didn't love Magnolia, Magnolia Crawford on the show, but you know what? Now that you've you've kind of said these things about her and these things that she does, you know, I may go check her out. But I'm not going to sit there. I don't I don't get on you know social media, Twitter or Instagram just to show hate for that you know for a queen. Like it's just ridiculous the way that that people nowadays feel like they have every right to say everything that comes across their mind. Right? Nobody asked you. Yeah. Nobody asked you. It um you know doing the the Rucaps, or can we call them that? Is that were they Rucaps? Sure. Are we gonna get sued by World of Wonder? No, they haven't come knocking on our door yet. Okay. What are they gonna get? <laughs> what are they gonna get? Blood from hey. a stone, bitch. Blood from a stone. Fun fact: uh, No one at World of Wonder knows who we are. Okay. Woo. <laughs> Woo. That's the, o- the only time we have to worry is when we have a queen on that is actually on the show and the season hasn't started. Oh, uh, true. Because you know that they 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 try to track that shit. I, you know. I think doing the the recaps this season, where like yeah, I'll say I'll say something really shady once in a while, pretty often. Oh. But but you know, I still at the end of the day, you know, support all of these queens and you know really admire what they do because they're out in a public forum where like lights are shining on you, you know, they're running you ragged, trying to get you to crack under the pressure. And at the end of it, you may win $100,000 or you may be like vilified beyond all, you know, all belief. And, and and as much as like, say, for example, like I love, you know, comedy queens. So like comedy queens are, are usually who I'm going to gun for, um, like, you know, a Pandora box or a Ginger or a Bob or a Bianca. But, you know, even though I I don't really care for Alyssa Edwards, like she is. <gasps> what? No, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I think I that she's, can. she's she's a talent she's a talented performer. Um, she really gives it her all, and and I I see that and appreciate that. And you know anyone who can go from you know running in the Kentucky Derby one day and then stepping up on stage and you know doing jazz hands and you know Fosse Fosse S Fosse S Fosse S. I completely I support you. I think that's a okay. You need Jesus. <laughs> His name is Jesus, and we're working through it. <laughs> All I will say is that, I mean, I have made this joke in my recaps, and I am not ashamed to quote myself, but, like, Alyssa Edwards is 
only good at being Alyssa Edwards, but she's so good at that that it doesn't even matter. Like, her Snatch Game this season, she's not good at impersonating Joan Crawford at all. No. But she's so good at being Alyssa Edwards that it trumps how bad she is at impersonating Joe Crawford. Like, she's just that good at being Alyssa Edwards. I would rather watch her do that than fulfill the requirements of the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Though you have, that is a valid point. I remember, I'm just like, I don't understand why your Snatch Game is so rough when you did whatever happened the baby, what had happened to baby JJ. Like, you literally just... Too. <laughs> yeah, she did. But I'm like, you literally just did this. You literally yeah, just did not, this. But she didn't do it well. <laughs> she doesn't do things well. It's not her... I mean, that's just not her gig. She can dance, and she can wear insane clothing. Like, who puts those out? She puts those outfits together. No one else would. But <laughs> it's not about being good at it. It's about being Alyssa Edwards. Is that... And is... no one else could do that. I just want to watch her be her all day. I would watch her microwave popcorn... For six hours straight, and I'd be happy about yes, it. Yes, God, like pop, right? pop, pop. She's just tongue popping. I, I would, I would watch her file her nails. I would watch her clean out a refrigerator. I do not care. I am endlessly amused by that woman. She is the one of the greatest human beings alive. I'm not ashamed to say that. I'm not taking it back. That is not hyperbole. I really like. In my mind, that Ariel Italics mantra is, you don't have to be good at this to do it. Just do it. I mean, of course that's my mantra. Have you seen my drag? <laughs> I love your drag. Your drag speaks to me on multiple Sponge, levels. Bob, sweat, shirt. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just keep saying it over and over again in my mind. <laughs> I'm just like, is that a... Yeah, yeah, that is. Um, mm-hmm. No, and, but, you know, SpongeBob sweatshirt and a sensible American apparel legging, and that's an outfit. That's all you need. Maybe I'll belt it. Maybe I won't. Fuck y'all. I didn't ask your opinion. <laughs> that's my real mantra. Ariel italic. I didn't ask your opinion. Cause you know what? If I asked, I'd get an answer I don't like. You'd be like, "Why are you wearing that? Why is your makeup like that? Why are you saying these things?" Why are you lip syncing to a fucking Cookie Monster song? Like, why are you doing any of this? That's or just don't ask because you're not going to hear anything good. I love myself enough to overcome all of the like question marks coming from everyone else. It's not hate. It's just like, why? Like, why? 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 Why would you do this? Why? Why? I'm sorry. I I just I imagine you doing um. A music video with Azalea Banks, not that you would, um, where she's reenacting two one two and and her like bootleg Mickey Mouse, and you're in your SpongeBob, and you're just really orbiting it up, but like she's completely like matte, like like white and black, and you're like Technicolor Dreamcoat, and I just really I like that. Feel free to edit that together if you have any kind of video editing skills. You might have, like, a Mac at home that has, like, a program, like, Final Cut came with it or some shit. So feel free to cut those two things together because Azalea Banks, I promise, will never work with me, even though her career is kind of tanking. Oh, she's going to find me on Twitter for saying that. (laughs) You can't come for her. She's got, like, she will 
mouth off at me. She won't, but she might. And even then, I'll just be like, oh, somebody knows who I am. <laughs> you know, that's just um, a nice thing. Recently, uh, she was talking about how she, I think, was at a, a Mel Gibson party or a Russell Crowe party. It's- I hope Russell Crowe, because Mel Gibson is a step too far, even for her, even for Azalea, that's mm. a lot. But um, apparently, she, um, they threw her out and he spit on her. Um, and, <sighs> yeah, and so, like, she's on this, like, news show talking about, just like, I got spat on, and, like, you know, like, how do you, like, deal with that? And I kept thinking, like, Azalea, like, I don't know why you were at this party to begin with. Not that that, <laughs> not that that is any excuse for someone spitting on you. But with not even like her lyrics, like I think her her life's goal is to say I'm a ruin you cunt, like and didn't spit on people and call people mermaids. I don't know why I took us down that road. I'm so sorry. No, no, See, you this have is to what apologize. I'm, talking about. I'm just uh, I'm avoiding controversy by saying some shit about Azalea Banks. I'm just gonna keep like nobody asked me. Azalea <laughs> did not ask for my opinion on her body of work, so I'm going to not share an unsolicited opinion. Unsolicited opinions are not worth shit. That is true. That I mean, I true. give them on Drag Race all the time because <laughs> I have those recaps. And I have said some horrible things about queens that I love and respect. I, you know, I used to be friends with Robbie Turner, his husband, but I think after my recaps of first season, that might be a done deal. Cause I said some shit about Robbie Turner, who's a very good drag queen. Uh, but that did not stop me from running my mouth. Um, but can't take it back. I said all that shit. <laughs> Uh, Just blame the edit. Just blame the edit. uh, mm, I'm the one editing it. (laughs) I have producers. I write it and edit it myself. Doesn't mean that you can't blame the editing. I can't. Blame the editor who is also me. (laughs) My my other asshole personality. I have multiple personalities. They are all terrible. You're welcome. So what... um... What is the future of Ariel Italic? Like, what? Oh, my where God. Are the future of Ariel her? Italic is so good. Let me tell you right now. So, first of all, the Nobodies got nominated for a Glam Award. That Congratulations. Is like the New York Nightlife Oscars, which, I mean, the fact that we got nominated is preposterous, and we are not winning. But I'm telling you right now that for the rest of my fucking life, I'm introducing myself as Glam Award nominee Ariel Italic. Like, that is. <laughs> That is going on my goddamn tombstone. Glam Award nominee, Ariel Italic. Um, and then the month after the Glam Awards, when we lose, we are hosting the Slammies. The Slammies are Bob the Drag Queen's old show that's sort of like, so if the Glam Awards are the Oscars, the Slammies are like the Razzies. It's where we give like worst newcomer and the like are how you, did you get a show award are you and, sure that's not the golden globes oh it could you know it's not nearly as good as the golden globes i'll tell you that right now <laughs> um but so the nobodies uh friday january 13th at monster bar if you're interested in showing up are hosting the slammies where we are going to read new york nightlife tough bill um we didn't so much 
get like the Bob the Drag Queen seal of approval as the Bob the Drag Queen shrug of acceptance. <laughs> and it was like, hey, we want to do this show. And she was like, I mean, I'm not going to do it. Like she's she's got her own gig right now. She's busy. So if no one else is hosting the Slammies, then she's like, well, I guess better you than nobody. But like barely. No, she, she's like, nobody. Better you do I let this show completely die, or do I let these assholes kill it, is really her question. No, the Slammies are going to be so good, and I'm so excited about them. And after the Slammies, New York Nightlife has to know my name, kind of. Like, I'm forcing them to acknowledge that I exist, and that is important. The last time, I did a show uh, at a, uh, TNT is this bar that was closing. I had never done, I would never done a show there before. So I did a number there the night they were closing. I made my debut at a bar on its closing night, which is a very Ariel Italic move. And I got up there. And oh, one night show. only, literally. Ariel <laughs> Italic. I'm the kind of girl that, like, shuts a bar down. Um, so I show up. The host, who I have spoken to many times, I was at her show literally a week prior to this, like, greets me, says, hey, girl, I'm like, can I do a number? She's like, sure, open the show. I get up. She's like, everyone, give it up for And then just passes the mic to me because she has already forgotten my name so i'm like ariel italic i do my number and then after she's like everyone give it up for her in my four minute number she had already forgotten my name after the slam awards that shit will happen less less not it won't stop but like there'll be a good month where everyone's like oh yeah ariel italic she's that one that i hated at the slammies Uh, (laughs) i just in my mind, you're 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 so put upon, but you're just you're, you're still gonna reach for the top, kid. One day I'm oh, gonna no, make it. I people can't stop me. Like I I have been given every signal that maybe this isn't for me, but I'm still inflicting myself upon this city. Don't worry, I I I'm here to like I I was born the butt of the joke. It's where I thrive. I'm gonna go to the glam. I'm gonna go to the glam awards. Well, I, I, you know, I'm not going to spoil it, but I, I'm going to look like a fucking idiot. I like everyone does like a ball gown. Everyone goes big. There's going to be some pageant updos. People spend some money on that. I'm going to look like a goddamn wreck, and I'm so excited about it. I am so beyond excited to see. Pictures I'll send you pictures. Please do. They're, they'll be posted everywhere. It's going to be a serious... Everyone go to my Facebook and be like, oh, look at that asshole. Who she thinks she is? She's Ariel, um... Sanskrit? Uh... <laughs> wait a minute, is she, she Verdana? Yeah. So, some dumb bitch. Comic Claire fans? Claire has it. one white friend. It's all that matters. You know, I'm really, really super excited, uh, Flame On listeners and Dragons and New Spandex. We are going to have, on this episode... Helictiva? <laughs> there, there is a Helvetica Black in New York, so I need to meet her. She's got, she's, she's got a beard and giant hair and like some serious makeup skills. She's legit. Ooh. So here's here's the question, and Uh-oh. and you know, reading about you, I already know kind of what you're going to say. So, <clears throat> say there is a young and impressionable boy. Already, mm-hmm. already just a hypothetical right there. Yeah. 
Mm. Nobody in particular. No one in particular who who has always dreamed of being in the limelight mm-hmm. as a drag illusionist, like a female impersonator mm-hmm. who feels like they have something to contribute, but they just need that that one piece of advice that's going that that they're they're hold and cherish and it will get them through the tough times while they're eating. Nothing but brick sandwiches as people boo them off the stage. What would mm-hmm. you tell that, let's say, 30-ish, and by 30, a hard 30, person <laughs> who um, who just needs a little, little of encouragement, a little, little, little nugget of wisdom? I, I would say, um, well, first of all, you should seek someone better to give you advice, because I'm garbage. <laughs> Uh, but if you must ask me, keep going no matter what, uh, is like a big one. Just like, you know, I mean, 50% of drag in New York, especially, is just outlasting everybody. Like, there's a new drag queen born every 10 minutes. Most of those new drag queens get discouraged and leave, or they stop doing drag, or people forget about them. So just like, you know, what you gotta be a cockroach. You know, when the nuclear apocalypse of booze at your number comes, just like survive it, or you know, revel in like revel in the failure. I some of my best numbers are numbers that the first time people just stared at me with dead disapproving eyes. Uh, you got to embrace that fuck up, and it becomes what you know. It becomes something good. Uh, yeah, just keep going. You know what? There's no, like, the only way out is through. You just got to keep going. You know, um, I uh, sometimes, and, and Pat does a, a phenomenal job of hosting uh, Barioke here um, in Central Florida. Or if you want to book us in the greater Florida area, just, you know, email us at Playmon. Just please book us. Book me. I'll, I'll go. I'll go anywhere. I'll do anything. But, um. Uh, you know, every, every KJ, as you know, the, the lingo calls for, uh, has their, like, their standard numbers, like a number to kind of like test out the, like, the sound equipment, a number to just kind of like their show stopping, uh, sort of thing. And mine is, uh, I have two. There's one when I shell and one where I think, you know, if I keep doing this, maybe I'll get better. Which one do you want to hear? Which, well, not here, but which one do you want first? Oh, I mean, so start with the one that you kill, and then then give me the one that you're like, ooh. Okay. So the one that I kill is um when I'm out there begging for tips with a jar in my hand singing Private Dancer. <gasps> yes! Um, Including shimmies. And I still will accept Dutch marks, even though <laughs> they've been phased out. I'm going to tell you... A little quick, I'm interrupting you to tell you no. a very important piece of Ariel Italic trivia. When I was maybe four years old, my parents bought me a little record player, and the first record they ever bought me, Tina Turner, What's Love Got to Do With It? I ran around the house belting that shit. I knew every goddamn word. I was doing shows. I mean, if they didn't want a gay son, then they went about that all wrong because <laughs> I, 
Miss Tita Turner is not the record you give that impressionable four-year-old. <laughs> What's love got to do with it? My God. I think, and I think the B-side was Better Be Good to Me, and I, uh, I think I still do that number. I'm pretty sure that's still in my repertoire. I love that. Anyway, continue. Okay. So the one that I, I keep singing, um, much to everyone's chagrin, is Good Morning Baltimore. Because I, I know my voice is high enough to where it doesn't sound so terrible, especially because she has that, she's supposed to have that like Baltimore kind of like nasally sort of thing going on. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember just uh, Thursday night, I was about to sing it. And uh, this guy came up to me. He's like, girl, I know you're about to, to turn this out. I know you're about to, to belt it to the heavens. I'm like, no, girl, I don't have any key changes. Like, I literally have no key changes. Can't, like, I, good morning, Baltimore. Every day's like an open door. Like, that's that's as high as I can go. Like... That's it. You, it's it's almost better when they don't like it. I would rather have disdain than just indifference. So like, just you know, really dig that grave a little deeper is all I can advise. You know, uh, you know what? You're gonna I, fuck up. Like, fuck up hard. Uh, and I I do. And um, in aerial italic fashion, instead of saying we've met, I I usually end my numbers with don't clap for that. Please don't clap for that. <laughs> that is fantastic. Okay. Well. Uh, but you know what? When you do those numbers, there's there's always one person who claps super hard. You're going to find, your, you know, you've got one fan out there who loves that thing that, like, you know, you either, like, bring the house down or sort of just, like, perform a building demolition. Like, it's one of the two. But some people just, you know, people want to watch the world burn, so... You're giving it to them. No, oh, yeah. And I do have one fan, and I've asked him on multiple occasions, please leave me alone. I am not interested. <laughs> oh, Lord. Ariel, it has been a pleasure, a pleasure, well. a delight um, speaking with you, because I'm a proper bitch, and we say things like speaking, instead of just chatting it up, ho. Um <laughs> Where can our listeners find you besides uh, behind Howard Johnson asking for your continental breakfast? <laughs> That's right. Given shows behind the Howard Johnson or your listeners can find me on Facebook uh, and Instagram and Twitter. My username everywhere is Ariel Italic. That's A-R-I-E-L-I-T-A-L-I-C. I almost positive i spelled that right just all one word no punctuation or nothing uh so just look up for look for that anywhere you get your social media and you are bound to find me and i'm super sorry that you did you should also look up the nobodies on facebook it's we are the nobodies nyc all one word there are a lot of nobodies out there we really had to dig for that uh little address there so uh we are the nobodies nyc to follow me and DJ Accident Report and Lady Verica Andrews. You can also find all the social media. They will murder me if I don't give them plugs for this. So don't edit that shit out or I will. I'm not going to come find you. I'm lazy as fuck. But like, I'd appreciate it if you didn't edit that out. Thanks. All right. Now, um, listeners, if you're not getting enough oral in your life, you can totally hear me on 
stupid popcast that's stupid with two o's and pop with a p or you can find me on our bigger show like our parent show instead of this one that i'm doing wait a minute it'll come to me oh dragons and new spandex you can totally listen to us on regular episodes of flame on we come out on time now because we have a a wonderful producer (gasps) and if that's not enough you can totally sometimes find me out in central florida hosting bariochi doing mama proud or you can find my comic book and westworld reviews on sci-fipulse.net that's right sci-fipulse.net why because dotnets are still cool and if you enjoyed this episode or episodes of flame on or any other nerdy show shows you can i'm sure there are others <laughs> the nerdy show shows always throws me off there if any other shows on the nerdy show network you can uh, help support us by going to our patreon page that's patreon.com forward slash nerdy show and you can even earmark a couple of those dollars to go directly to our show if you love what we do. And um, you'll get some exclusive stuff from the network. And uh, I promise there's some really fun oral-related um, extras that are coming your way very soon. I just got to find that music. God damn it. Is it Club Oral? Yeah. Damn it. Uh, okay. Um, so full disclosure before we – because I can't just leave you with that. There's – as you know um, – you had your record player uh, for Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. And what I did was whenever I went uh, to Chuck E. Cheese, instead of like buying like those foam paper, uh, styrofoam, like airplanes and like, you know, sticky hands or whatever, I would mm-hmm. save up all my tickets so I could buy a disco light. And then, uh huh. And then I would, I would do other things. And you can hear the whole story. When that little bit of audio comes yeah. out on Patreon. So patreon.com forward slash nerdy show. Mm-hmm. And with that, listeners, thank you so much for joining us. And Ariel, thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you all. Thank you, Pat. You guys are delightful. And I had the best time. I will be on this podcast. Whenever... I'm no ginger minge. But whenever <laughs> you want me back. I, I would absolutely adore that. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I adore mm-hmm. it more because we can't get... Adore Delano. We can't afford her. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Later, everyone. Thanks for listening to Flame On, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on iTunes, like and follow us on SoundCloud and Audioboom, or subscribe and stream on Google Play. Flame On was created by Brian Pittard and is engineered by Pat O'Rourke. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com slash nerdy show. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other nerdy show programs, visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. And be sure to follow Nerdy Show and Flame On on all your favorite social networks. Follow us at Flame On Podcast on Twitter and Flame On Show on Facebook, Tumblr, and all your favorite gay hookup apps. If it's gay and geeky, we've got you covered. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.